Let is uh, is four hundred and two divisible by three? Who yes, it that? is. No one. I'm not religious. <laughs> Save your math for church. Wow. Your holy trinities and whatnot. Whoa. Anytime thou wouldst liketh to starteth. And so we begat another podcast. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Seek the Dragon, episode 402. Yeah. Again, sounds ridiculous that we've done that many. I uh, mm, think we, we should be done by now, but we're not. We're still going, and that's fine. I'm Ian Boothby. I'm David Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel, Dedrick. Sure. Well, you got to scrape the bottom of the barrel, otherwise you're not going to be able to uh, recycle it. Okay. Right? Okay. You can't leave a bunch of that uh, podcast goop on the, the very bottom of the barrel. Podcast goop of the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. The popular uh, barrel recycling program that's in every major city in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, and, and the problem is they get picked up usually by people who are wandering down the alley nude. Uh, I guess that's what it is. And they need a barrel to cover their uh, nudity. Uh, that used to be a thing, I guess. You know, that was the typical uh, stereotype was like you'd uh, not be able to afford clothes. Yeah. So you'd wear a barrel with suspenders. Well, and that's it seems what you're to talking me, about. Seems to, seems to me like that'd be more expensive than, uh, yeah. than a yeah. pair of pants. And if you remember your Marx Brother trivia, okay. one of the writers of the, the Marx Brothers, Will Johnston, was the creator of that image of the man wearing the barrel because they can't afford clothes. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yes. And uh, what, what uh, Marx Brothers uh, thing was that? Or was it just he did it as his, himself with something else? Yeah, he was a cartoonist, and that ah. was one of his images as a cartoonist was of the man wearing a barrel. And that just really took off. It sure did. But it does use barrel in the, the film that he wrote, Monkey Business, uses the barrels in the uh, credit sequence. That is correct. As they roll out, roll down the gangplank. Listen, if you want to know more about the Marx Brothers and such things, uh, Full Marx is the podcast That's for you. Right. We did that already. We're not doing it again. That's right. This is strictly, not, this is strictly not... the barrel recycling podcast. Recycle the barrel, recycle the barrel of fun. Did you ever watch Pig and Whistle, that show? No. Oh, that is. Pig and the Whistle was... Uh, Pig and the Whistle. That's not true. Uh, Pig and Whistle was a Canadian show, I believe, that uh, took place in a pub, and it would uh, it was kind of like... I think like a hee-haw, but like with a... But Canadian? But Canadian, I believe... They're in a wheat field? They're I, in a canola field? I, no, they were inside a pub called the Pig and Whistle. But they cut to them telling jokes in a, in a, rape, in a rape seed field. Well, there's no need for that kind of humor, but um, <laughs> I think they just uh, would just have you know, a lot of polka east stuff. And may, maybe it's what the Schmenke brothers were based on from SCTV, oh. possibly. I'm not sure. So they do polka? Uh, uh, well, you know, it was the pig and whistle, and it would start with a come in to the pig and whistle, come in for the fun. But I believe, I believe they did do uh, roll out the barrel for sure. Okay. Like as a, as a regular thing. Is roll out the barrel, is that a polka? I guess it... I would think so. Sounds like a polka to me. I thought polka was a three, three, three. All right. Tell me, give me a polka then. Oh, I don't know. I'm just guess. I'm just trying to understand polka. No, you're just rejecting my trying to understand polka. There we go. And now I'm looking up the pig and whistle. Mm. And the first thing that comes up is the pig and whistle in Vancouver. That does not help me at all. Uh, you know. Well, you're asking it. You are in Vancouver. That's right. Who can blame Google and or whatever you're using? To it was a Canadian musical uh, television series put on by CTV from, oh my gosh, how long do you think this sucker ran for? Quite a few years. So it ran from, did it start in the 60s? Yes, it did. Ran from 1963 to 1987. Mm, a little too much. Ah. 67 to 77. It was uh, filmed in Toronto, Ontario. I think 10 years is a long time for a pub-based 
musical show. Uh, uh, set in a f- fictional English pub, uh, the show featured an assortment of Canadian, British, and Irish performers. Okay. And it grew. It had ratings of over a million viewers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so there we go. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I do remember that from from when I was a kid, and it started uh, in the year I was born. Nice. I would like to. I would like to see like what kind of uh, bands and whatever. They I have. have no memory of that. We 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 had many of those types of shows. We had like the if if the, you're listening from a place that is outside of Canada and you were young, um, this is the kind of thing you would have. You would have like a Tommy Hunter show. Tommy Hunter. Which, do you remember Tommy Hunter? Which would be like uh, it would be country music. I don't know if he would do comedy bits. I don't think so. I don't think so either. You would have the Irish Rovers. They would do Irish songs and I, their, some of their hits, uh, and then they would do comedy bits. Uh, one of their most famous ones yeah. was where they dress up as leprechauns. They did fake Irish songs. Fake? Well, they weren't fake Irish people, were they? Were they fake? The I don't Irish know. Rovers? I don't know. Were they, weren't they, were they actually Irish? This is uh, quite the question that you're uh, bringing mm. up right but now. I was just thinking like the unicorn. It's not really unicorn like is their, it's their not an Irish most song. famous song. Uh, wasn't that a party? Once again, not an Irish song, just a... A party song. You don't think the uh, unicorn was an Irish song? No, it's not like based in Ireland. A long time ago when the earth was green. It's well, not when adding the earth a, was green. Adding, yeah, yeah. But when the adding, earth was green, clearly an Irish song. Well, and then a magical element comes in. I believe it's green because there are more kinds of animals than you've ever seen. More animals than you've ever seen. Yeah. But you're Cats singing with an Irish accent. I, I can make any sure song Irish. Irish you're born. Oh, wait a second. I want this challenge yeah. after I do the, uh, okay. the thing. But the loveliest of all was the unicorn. Okay. All right. There's a lady who knows all that glitters is gold, and she's climbing a stairway to heaven. Okay, give me a punk song. A punk song? Uh, I'll give you an Irish punk song. You ready? Sure. Alternative Ulster. I can't know the lyrics of that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> God save the queen. We mean it, man. That's good. There you go. There's no future. She's no human being. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Oh, you're right. Any song can be English. <laughs> you're that damn sounds, straight. That sounds pretty good. Okay. Oh, wait, I got one. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, popcorn by Hot Butter. Go. <laughs> well, not at all the song, but fair enough. Isn't that how it goes? No, it goes. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of a different song. <laughs> there you go. I've tried to erase that song from my mind ever since I saw the snowman. Oh, do they use it in the snowman? Oh, that's, that's a, it's, it, it uh, foretells the murder. Does someone, it? someone will die because hot, hot butter song popcorn is playing. Oh, no. I know. Ever since then, I've been permanently... Uh, damaged. I hear that song. I think of. I'm back at the movie again. I start having PSTD. Is that what it's called? PTS, PTSD. RSVP. RSVP. Is a guy <laughs> who what suffers from me. RSVPs. RSVP. He always, he, he's really stressed that he missed a wedding. R e r e s p e c t. Find out what it means for me. <laughs> Respect. Okay. What we're going to ask you this week <laughs> is we're going to do three three things uh, okay. next next time, and I'm going to guarantee you this, and I'm going to make a guarantee. Okay. All right. Give Dave three songs to sing in an Irish accent. 
we need Dave to have three songs. This is going to be not the question of the week, but it's mm. going to be the sub question. Okay. Dave needs three songs three that songs. you would not normally hear. Okay. So you can't do like a U2 song or something. Uh, We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Or we can't do any more Irish Rover songs. Grandma got run over by a reindeer, which I think is an Irish Rover song. Or is that a different song? I don't think so. I think it's no? a different person. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, then uh, they had the... the what, that was the Irish Roamers. The big, the big guy from the Irish Rovers had his own show like later yes, on. Yes, that's like, true. That. He did. Um, anyway, so three songs, not Irish, that Dave can sing as Irish, and try to make them as not Irish as you can. Okay, that you would not ever normally hear. All right, uh, in an Irish, uh, an Irish brogue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. I wish I knew some lyrics to like a Serge Gainsbourg song, so you could do like a French song mm. in an Irish accent. You know, I wish you could too. It'd make the show much better. I don't know if it make it better, it'd make it interesting. Sure. Which is also not necessarily better. Like people, when some people say something's interesting. They don't always mean that it's better mm-hmm. or even good. No. It's just like, hmm, interesting. Well, when I say I love you, you say you better. <laughs> better, you better, you better. You better, you better. Oh, that's nice. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice one. Yeah. It's only a teenage wasteland. Yeah, and just end them all with die, 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 die. Wow! Won't get fooled again. You get right to the bottom, you get right to the top, and it's back, and you come when you say die to die yeah it all is all, all gonna end with die to die yeah sure that's also that's also a thing um how about this song okay, no go. no one would think of singing this song in all right Irish ready come on eileen <laughs> <Di-di-di-di-di-di>. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> sure oh boy we we owe a lot of money to people now for using all these songs so there you are um uh, I, as I told Dave a little earlier, we did one podcast already today, our uh, Fan Splainers podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what the what the movie is because uh, you know we save that as a little bit of a surprise. But I will tell you, it is not a modern movie. We have gone classic not on this modern one. at all. But as I apologize to Dave uh, before, I went swimming earlier today, as I've been trying to do every day, and nice. uh, I am uh, wiped from swimming. I, I swam too much. You're there was too much space in the wait, pool. Wait, are you body tired or are you just I'm all around spiritually tired? Not and... spiritually tired. Yeah. I would say body tired. My yeah. body just went, <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, the thing. All right. Yeah. It's, it it might have been the sunshine as well. Like it might have been mm-hmm. getting too much sun because I walk yeah. a sizable distance to the pool. Oh, tell I me. Get my, I get my 10,000 steps oh, that's going a good there and back. It. Sure, sure. Uh, and uh, and uh, then I also do some yeah. swimming. So uh, was, I, it a, was it a bright, bright bright sunshiny day <laughs> okay well the accent's getting harder to do. i, I can tell sorry that. i get it's, it's going away everyone all right did the devil himself sir? that's how i try to get back into the game would you like to have the leprechaun outfit because it may help you <laughs> i'll put it on later i'm gonna go outside and just get a fistful of shamrocks and i'm just gonna like put them in your pocket oh yeah <laughs> anyway uh, yeah, so the, oh, yeah, I'm a little bit giddy from uh, okay. swimming too much. Yeah, a little too swim blasted. Yeah, so I apologize for that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna still try and do a good job. At all right. This. Uh, I, I appreciate the time that you are all uh, giving of listening to us. So I'm gonna try and give you good value for money. Nice. Uh, today, Ian's gonna give you 110. percent No, that's impossible. We're not gonna do that unless we go long, in which gives we give you actually more show than you expected. Then I guess technically we could do 110. percent There you go. Ian's gonna give you 110. percent Okay, and Dave will be giving you as normal. Normal, you know, five Six, to ten. Sixty percent. That's right. He, he t- I never, Dave, I don't leaves like the, to, Dave leaves the Listen, tip. people couldn't handle it if I went over sixty percent. Mm-hmm. They couldn't handle the you intensity. You did that for one of the completely Beatles episodes, and we got a lot of complaints. <laughs> we got a lot of complaints. <laughs> no, we didn't. But they were about me, because it was completely Beatles. 
Will he ever get over that? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he will. <laughs> I don't he, well, think he will. It's not. Oh, okay. I'm not. I feel like it's one of those things where. Oh, I don't care. I, I know that's exactly care. it. I could not care but less. It's, it's funny, so that you you can. So it's funny to reference it. Yeah, it's funny really to, to ever talk about some something you think you like uh, bombed at, even if whether you did or not. Yeah, yeah. It just feels like it's fun to go back and just go like, yeah. "Ooh boy, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, boy." Whereas it doesn't really bother you, but then, but then sometimes people then think it does bother you. So then they start like, "Remember how much it bothers Dave?" That blah blah blah, and you're like, "Actually, doesn't bother me at all. I just." Like, I like joking about it. Then why are you crying? What? Nothing. Wipe, 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 wipe. <laughs> dab, it's kind of like dab, the Eagles. Dab, dab. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't really like, I have no like super strong opinions about the Eagles. It's just that it's become a bit that I don't like the Eagles. So I sure. like to play along with that. I really, I'm indifferent to the Eagles. Right. But, you know. This was the thing. When we did our thing the other, uh, the other week. There are no our, Beagles. Our something. 400th episode when we had uh, Allison Stone and David Fine and Nick Park here. Yep. And uh, we started talking to Nick about uh, birds. And yep. then you decided to go with uh, uh, the career of George Siegel. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, listen, you either buy, you're into that or you're not. Like, you know, listen. <laughs> sure, to, that's a buy-in to the show. What, was, what I was shocked about was you didn't go for the eagles like to me that is the obvious thing like that's the obvious callback it's, it's like it's what tired. do you guys think of the band the eagles it's tired but no you went not only deep cut <laughs> subterranean no cut. it wasn't just that george I, I am honestly interested in the career of george siegel in that way that you know who he is mm-hmm. i know who he is like he was once upon a time a big movie star sure was and yet Name a movie that he did that was big. Well, since we since that time, we've, well, that we've yeah, we've done few. it. But I'm just saying, at the time when we were thinking, I was just thinking about. it. I was like, well, like I know who he is, but I just can't think of like a movie that would like that set the world alight. You know, mm-hmm. like that people were like, you know, remember that great movie with George Segal? As uh, as Louise Moon has told us yeah. since that, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf was huge. Was it a huge movie? That was a huge movie, yeah. That was a culturally huge movie. Okay. That was Elizabeth Taylor yeah. and Richard Burton. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, George Sandy Siegel. Dennis. Sandy Dennis. Oh, and very George good. Siegel. Nice pull on there. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, if you think, if you're talking about, like, you know, what what did Robert Redford do? Well, you're like, well, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Three Days of the Condor, uh, The Sting. What was his first big thing, though? What was I would, his I would say that, that would, Butch Cassidy would have been his big breakthrough. Really, that's kind of a big role to get for like a, you know, there was nothing like beforehand that there was like. No, I think he did he's some. the super, like I know he was in that Twilight Zone episode where yes, he's he was. deaf. He's, he's deaf, yeah. That's very right. handsome deaf. He, uh. Oh, sorry, I'm making too much noise yeah, with my yeah. uh, water bottle. Yes, you are. Well, I guess I'll put that down and just go thirsty. <laughs> you can drink from it, just don't use it <laughs> no, as. apparently I should uh, just go thirsty. That's what I should do. That's fine. <laughs> just use it as a rolling pin. Yeah, I think I think the thing that we don't realize is movies were uh, a bit different back then. You know, people go to a movie and mm-hmm. you see it regularly, person, regularly, yeah. and uh, you know, you get uh, someone you go like, "Oh, that guy," and you go, hmm. and that'd be a thing, and it wouldn't be like da da like now big yeah. movie star. Though okay. there were some, obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, no, I just think I'm I like I don't know the career of Robert Redford, like you know, but I'm going to say I I think he did like some. Films before Butch Cassidy, but I think that was like the big break. What year him. was Butch Cassidy? I think sixty nine. Okay, like coming into the seventies, obviously he became a huge, mm-hmm. huge star. But like yeah. early sixties, was he doing stuff? Were there to uh, him, or was he just the handsome guy that would like show up? Yeah, he might have been doing like c- character parts or bit okay. parts and shows. And once again, like we could look this up right now, but we're not. What's the point? What's it going to tell us? Nothing. Saving time and moving on to something more interesting, but exactly. we're not doing that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I know him. Fairly well as as an actor because my my childhood friend uh, his mother was was obsessed with Robert Redford. Ah, so if there was a Robert Redford film, she would take us to see it. 
So I saw The Sting in the theater. Mm-hmm. I saw The Great Waldo Pepper in the theater. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Three Days of the Condor in the theater. I tried a little, How did The Sting play in the theater? Upset. Did you enjoy that? It's yeah, I thought very, it was really great. It seems like a very long movie for Is a it? young person. No, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. You know, in those days, you were used to things taking out time. They taking their time. Sure. You know, I watched James Bond movies from that time period. I knew that time was time moves slowly. James Bond movies traditionally are half hour longer than they should be. Okay. Always. Okay. Po- I mean, the only one you could possibly think about is like Casino Royale. And I bet you could cut a good half hour out of that one and still be uh, all right. And I'm talking about the um, more modern version, mm-hmm. not the uh, no one. No one cares about that one. No one cares about the David. It is David a very one. bizarre one. If you if you if you've never heard of it, and Lord knows, quite a few people have not. That the idea that there is another Casino Royale movie yeah. that exists, yeah. and you're like, well, what's that about James Bond? What? It also has his younger brother in it. It has Jimmy Bond. It has many, many James Bonds. You go like, who's the villain in that? I will give you a million guesses, and you will never guess. Is it James Bond? Well, it is actually uh, James Bond, <laughs> but the villain is Woody Allen. Like you would not, you would. Oh, not. Jimmy Bond is the villain. Jimmy Bond is the villain. Yeah, yeah. that's Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, I mean, I saw it a long time Sorry ago. for the spoilers on this movie. Oh, no, it's fine. It's from the... I just... Uh, There's also a seal that's uh, a James Bond, I believe, in it as well. Like a living goddamn seal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And there's some legitimately creepy scenes, by the way, in there. And a pretty good uh, opening um, theme song by Burt Bacharach. Yes. It's actually played by Herb Albert. Oh, okay. But was it written by Burt It was written by Burt Bacharach, but played by Herb Albert. Yeah, yeah, we're not coming close now. Now do it Irish. Casino Royale. Yeah, very, very odd film. There's some. I know a couple of people who saw it as kids and were were to this day creeped out by some of the scenes that that. Oh really? Yeah, there's some there's some deaths that if you're a kid and you're watching cartoon funny deaths, it's it's terrifying. I don't remember. Finding it. I mean, I, I think I saw it after I'd seen some James Bond films. Because once again, my friend's mom, who loved Robert Redford, also was a huge Sean Connery fan. So that was my introduction to James Bond was the Sean Connery ones. Because when they came on television, she would make us watch them because they were great. So the first James Bond film I saw was Thunderball, oh. which, by the way, isn't great. No. And, it's uh, so not great, they made it twice. <laughs> the thing I took away from it never, when I was a never kid. Never Say Never Again is the same movie. I just said, there's a scene where he walks up the steps from the beach. He comes out of the water, walks up the steps up to the road, and he gets got to the top and his bathing suit was dry. And so I said, his bathing suit's dry. He must have taken a long time to go up the steps. She didn't appreciate that. No. Or he just farted and just dried it out. <laughs> you know why? I guess he I drank said so many dry martinis. In those days, Ian, I didn't do toilet humor. Okay. Maybe he was swimming in booze. <laughs> the alcohol just like uh, mm. evaporates as he goes up. Yeah, it was James Sean Connery. He was swimming in booze in those films. Speaking of uh, cartoonish death. I've I've uh, lately oh oh no go ahead you please sorry I would like to see where you go with this no 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 I, I nothing there I just thought of a a crossover between George Siegel and and Robert Redford which is the Hot Rock which uh, Louise oh. mentioned they're both in but anyway go on with your nice thing. one okay the Hot Rock um good movie I've uh, when I when I was a, a a young man yeah I I used to enjoy game shows and I would like. A uh, physical game show where someone ran. You still like them? I, well, here, I don't really. Oh, except for one that I've just kind of uh, become hooked on a little bit, uh, where they would run through a maze, or there would be like a trap door or something, and if you got okay. the wrong answer, you would fall through it. What? I would like anything that almost looked like you were having a cartoonish death. I would yeah. like really enjoy that. Okay. Um, and I think uh, I think Ellen DeGeneres uh, had a similar situation because she's got a game show now called Game of Games, and uh, almost every one of the games uh, is uh, results in a 
cartoonish type death. Oh, and it's quite good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm it's very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, there's one that I'm, I'm very hooked on right now, which is this uh, game called One Eyed Monster, which of course is a lovely slang term for a penis, but it does not involve that. Uh, it's mm. a, it's a. Are you familiar with the with the game that I'm with the One Eyed Monsters? Yes, I am. Very good. Uh, but there's like a a monster head. Okay. That you have to stand in the middle of. And you answer questions. Okay. So if you get the question right, sure, you're fine and yeah. nothing happens. This is bad breath. You get the question wrong Uh-oh. and say it's a question that's like, you know, um, something like, how many hearts does an octopus have? Okay. And you would answer? Uh, eight. The answer, the answer is three. Oh. So, because you were five off, Uh-oh. you now have to pull five teeth from the monster. Uh-oh. And one of the teeth is the bad tooth. And if you pull the bad tooth, the monster uh, eats you. It just slams shut on you and devours you. And then if you get it right, then you, the next person has to come up and stand in the monster's mouth and, and do that. And and most of the games are like this, where you're on a trap door, <laughs> yeah. or there's something above that's going to crush you, you know, and as, as you get like less questions right. And it's uh, it's just damn delightful. I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. And if I was a kid, uh, I, I would have loved it. And if I was a little younger, it would have terrified me because I would have thought the people really died. Yeah, but they do it. Uh, they do it very nicely, and uh, there's a lot of good uh, jokes in it. Huh. Yeah, it's a little bit cruel to people, but they all seem to be having a good time, which is nice. That's fine. Yeah, there's one called. Um, there's another game called Make It Rain, and so they've got all these umbrellas. Yeah, uh, and you've got to you got to like uh, answer a question in competition with someone else and get the get the answer right. And then if you do, uh, you pull on an umbrella, and if there's money inside. Well, you get the money. It's ten thousand bucks. It's great. Yeah, but if you don't, it's uh, ice cold water. Oh, and so you just keep watching these people get like covered in ice cold water over and over again, huh. and you go, "Well, that's just mean." And then you start giggling, and you lose all sense of empathy, <laughs> and you go, "Like I'm a bad person," and that's how most of these games were. And the nice thing is because well, they're, they're there willingly. Of, the, of course, they are. And they're and they're the and and because Ellen is known as like one of the nicest people, seeing her do all the sadistic stuff really works. And I'm sorry that I'm rubbing my bottle on the table. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> I haven't had enough water from my fine to, be, fine to be thirsty. I'm putting it down. I'm leaving it alone. What was your favorite game show? On television? Sure. Or, I don't know, in real life? Does someone uh, come to you door to door and do a game show for you? What's the option, Jack? Um, <laughs> Whack-a-mole, maybe? In the, in the Favorite game show. I do like Whack-a-mole, by the way. Is that a game show? No, it's a game that you play at a fair. Oh, yeah, I like Whack-a-mole as well. Um, well, I am... Different than you. What I liked, my favorite show, my favorite uh, game show was uh, Make Me Laugh. Okay. The like original the, version. Yes. I, I, I like With the, Billy Van. Billy Van, and it had like the unknown comic and lots of uh, different. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Well, I'm trying to think what his name was. Uh, of course, yeah. Gallagher was a was Gallagher a was a regular one. one there, That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I really, you know, as a kid who liked comedy, mm-hmm. my another favorite game show that I liked Robin a lot. Robin Williams did it as well. I remember a couple of times. My other favorite game show was The, the Gong Show. Who also, Maury, I don't want to say Maury Amsterdam, that's not right. He's from Dick Van Dyke's show. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn, I do know the name of the guy. Anyway. Uh, It'll come I'm, to you I, You like any tonight. show that uh, The Unknown Comic was on, it feels like. I think it was yeah, all I like Unknown, Unknown Comic. I like The Unknown Comic, but I also I also like this, the kookiness of the gong show. I always, I'll never forget this person like performing, a, this is a, he like mimed to um, the Paul McCartney song from Ram, uh, was it Admiral, no, Admiral... Uh, Uncle Albert? Uncle Albert, yeah, yeah. Uncle Albert, and it has Admiral something other. Yeah. And, yeah, I just, this, I don't know, I never heard that song before, and it was just so silly, and I just enjoyed that. He got gonged for doing it, but, yeah, I just enjoyed the... Anyway, Jamie Farr and Artie Johnson and J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, yes. I'm trying to think of anyone else who was... Rex uh, Reed. Rex Reed, yeah, there you go. Regular. 
Did you say Artie? Artie, uh, Artie Johnson from uh, yeah, Laughing? Yeah. yeah. He's a regular. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think it was good because it was mostly scripted. So I think that made it better. Did you was, enjoy Gene Gene the Dancing Machine? I love Gene Gene the Dancing Machine. <laughs> I loved all that stuff. I thought this is great. I loved the time that someone was someone was doing something and D.B. Morgan like threw her top onto the yes, and that that was just like what? This yes. is great. It's great. Did you ever see uh, the Gong Show movie where they actually showed a bit of that? Oh no, mm. didn't. yeah, you actually got to see the nudity. Oh jeez, did you know there was a Gong Show movie? Uh, I think I've heard of it. It is a very surreal movie <laughs> that you might enjoy. Okay. Yes. Because I enjoy surre- surreality? No, because you just told me you like the gong show. Oh, I do like the gong so show. So I'm just saying, like, there was a whole movie about the gong show, so I'm assuming. Like, if you said to me, hey, Ian, I like the monkeys. And I went, do you know there's a movie called Head? Why would I like that? Because it's a movie <laughs> about the monkeys with the monkeys in no, it. No, you said... And you just told me it was the monkeys. You said... You liked- but here's the thing. You said... You said... Okay, Have tell- you seen the movie The Gong Show? And I said, no. And you said... It's very surreal. I think you'd like it. Right. I also think you do like surreal things sometimes. Yeah, I do love surreal things. Uh, yeah, I used to watch it downstairs. Like, it's funny because I used to watch it downstairs on our... We had an old black and white television that got moved downstairs into the playroom. And that's mm-hmm. that's where I would watch it. Because my parents did not appreciate the gong show. So I would watch it downstairs on, on black and white TV. It looks good in color. I'm sure it looks great, but I didn't get to watch it in color. The gong, the gong show... And I didn't mind, by the way. I don't know if the Popsicle Twins ended up on the TV show, but they are in the movie. Mm. Are you familiar with the Popsicle Twins? Yes, I am Twins? familiar with the Popsicle Twins. How have you seen the Popsicle Twins? They're on then? YouTube. Oh, very good. Okay. Very I good. once went through like a little period of watching uh, gong show segments on YouTube because they're just so darn entertaining. And what did you think of the remake? Of the gong show? With Mike Myers. It was too... It wasn't crazy enough. Okay. It needed to be more wild. Like the thing about the the Gong Show was it was wild. Like there was it a, shouldn't have been on TV at that hour. There was a f- at all. There was a famous singer who took her top off and threw it on the stage. Yeah, I remember an episode. I mean, she's probably like kind of more like a Las Vegasly famous singer by that point. But she once upon a time, Judy yeah. Morgan was like a big time singer. But she was known also as a real bad girl, though. Is that right? To the point where she was on the I remember on the Muppets. And she sang a song, the Tweedly Tweedly Dee. Do you know that song? Tweedly well, sing Tweedly. Sing in Irish from Tweedly 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 Dee. I am as happy as can be. Uh, so she sang that with uh, as a bird with a cute bird. Okay. And then she came she came uh, backstage as you do, and uh, and Kermit went. Uh, that was really cute. And she turns to Kermit and goes, "Yeah, it was." I hate cute. And then just walked <laughs> off. And the idea that I hate cute was something, but that was uh, that was her. Yeah, it's good to have a, a persona. That's what helps uh, help sell you as a, as a performer. Yeah, I know that. This, I felt like the new one, it lacked a sense of that anything could happen and you didn't know what was going to happen. You know, like things like, like Jean Jean, the dancing machine. Yeah. It just felt like, chaos it just felt like it seemed dangerous yeah it just seemed like yeah we're just gonna and they would just throw stuff at him yeah that's right and and uh what's gene barris was his name gene chuck barris chuck barris yeah chuck barris would be like flopping over like the bandstand or or in different hats different hats like this yeah it's just like it's goofy crazy yeah one episode that i did not like because this is the kind of thing i don't like uh is uh as someone came out yeah and it was uh, I forget who it was, but like a, like a, maybe an older woman, and okay. just started to sing uh, "Feelings," and she did not f- sing it very well. Yeah, Are you yeah. familiar with this episode yeah. that I'm talking about? It's good. Yeah, and then uh, so she's ants got gonged, and the next person came out and sang "Feelings." Yeah, and you're like, well, that's a fun joke. And then the third one, "Feelings," 
the whole episode was people coming out and you, they would like set it up like That's it was great. so far away like yeah. it's a juggling act like it's like there's no way this could possibly thank god this national nightmare is over and then they would just sing feelings and by the end of it like i just had the worst headache and i felt nauseous and i just hated this kind of thing but it's so funny because i love repetition i think repetition is hilarious did you ever see speaking of gong show yeah um this show because it's a real gong show am i right um anyway uh have you ever Ooh. did you ever see the carol burnett uh, episode where uh eunice went on the gong show i don't think so there's an episode where eunice goes on okay. the gong show i have to look for it on amazon prime yes and uh, i'm gonna spoil a little bit of it for you if, oh. if that's okay huh? do you want do you want to be fresh? no it's fine it's fine so uh she auditions for the gong show yeah she gets to go on the gong show yeah and uh, she gets very arrogant about it to her family and like how this is going to be her big break okay huge break oh yeah and she burns all the bridges yeah and yeah. it's like you think she's finally getting out of this family she's gonna like you know make it and it's like it's huge to her yeah she goes on the gong show she gets gone yeah and her heart is broken and how they do it is they uh they basically have like the screen around her just go dark and it becomes almost like a pinhole it just gets okay. tighter and tighter okay. and they play it so incredibly dark yeah that it just uh, it just comes down to it's just like her like in this dark kind of little hole yeah yeah and just like just like yeah that's her life over it just broke her heart and that's <laughs> the end for her that's the end of the episode <laughs> crazy like, whoa <laughs> They That's, were not afraid to go dark. I with, was going to say with those characters, they did go very dark. They were yeah. Not there's the there's one where they go to like uh, Ed and her go to a, a parent teacher interview, mm-hmm. with, and that's very dark as well because you know the teacher is like pointing out the problems the kid is having. And everything that the problem the kid is having are all, all yes. echoed in the in the parents and their relationship and everything and it's yeah and it's very it was very dark it wasn't yeah it's it's like it's like a play yeah like it's like a very yeah. dark like um almost like a death of a salesman type play but yeah. goosed up a little bit it was yeah I mean comedy. it had comedy in it there's one I always remember which is them playing the board game sorry yes and <laughs> it's so terrible sorry yeah. they're ringing the bell yeah just so dark <laughs> it, the weird thing about that too was like. The show would sometimes do realistic sketches. Like, it wasn't all surreal sketches. Yeah, yeah, like, some, yeah. sometimes it'd be fairly grounded. Yeah. But there was nothing like that. Yes. Nothing <laughs> like that in the rest of the show. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it'd just be this, whoa, <laughs> I wish I could murder you. I hate you so much. My life is a living hell, and you've destroyed everything. Mother, mother, you've ruined my life. It's just like, whoa, what's this in the middle of? And then back yeah. to, you know, a musical number with Stephen Eady. I'm like, what the shit was that? Or Tim Conway as the old man? Yeah, um, yeah. And then so like oh man that's a really really dark thing they actually had a um uh, made for tv movie about it was like uh, eunice's life and they showed her kind of younger and going through to the point where like uh, her mom uh vicky lawrence dies and it's like dealing with that and like even more in the future and what's she going to do with her life and it's got a real dramatic arc wow and she's finally going to get away from the family she's finally going to move on and do all this stuff then they have a real dark twist at the end to that and it was like what the shit <laughs> Is this so dark? And it's like, okay. And then it was like, uh, we got a TV show coming up. Oh, what's this? It's called Mama's Family. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You can't have this every week. People will uh, just jump off a bridge. It's just so dark. And so they had Mama's Family, and it was just light, goofy fun. Yeah. And it's just everyone's having a good time. It's like, did you see what this was based on? (laughs) How is this at all connected? Uh, But yeah, so so weird. It is. It is interesting, and it was very. It was very well done. Can you tell we're Carol Burnett fans (laughs) over here at Sneaky Dragon? Yeah, I still haven't been able to watch it on Amazon Prime yet. But uh, I mean, I watched a couple of them. I haven't watched them since. 
I was I was doing some research. Yeah, she is good. She's one. She's one of the people that I would be genuinely starstruck to meet. Mm. Yeah, I my I got a friend who uh, was first thing a, I'd ask her is about George Siegel. <laughs> What's the deal with George? <laughs> um, I got a friend who uh, is a comedian, and she's also a woman. Yes. Uh, and uh, she was, I don't believe it. She was hugely influenced by her and got to meet her twice. And both oh, times nice. she was just gobsmacked. And yeah, I can super, imagine. Super so. sweet. And I would be similarly gobsmacked, mm-hmm. I think, uh, meeting Carol Burnett. And she seems, she still seems very sharp and very on it. And yeah. See her yeah. on talk shows and she's like, you know, she's uh, she's good. I'm, and I'm glad. She deserves everything. She's fantastic. You are correct. Yeah. She deserves all the craft dinner she can eat. Because you're saying because they had craft dinner ads during her yeah. uh, thing? Yeah. Oh, very good. Again, sponsored by Kraft. Subterranean not just, deep cuts. N- not just it wasn't just that it was. It's not just that it was had Kraft dinner ads. It's that it's old enough that it was sponsored by Kraft. Sure, that they put money into the show so that they could run ads. You know, in the show itself, like it's almost like part of the show. Yeah, so crazy. And they would get. I don't have uh, that anymore. Um, speaking of ads, I remember. Sorry, I just gonna say one thing. Sorry, please. I remember watching the Fugitive, the old, the original show, the Fugitive sure. with, with Lisa one time. She went, "Oh, this is a Ford show." I went, "What?" Because oh, all the cars are Ford cars because that was a, they were the sponsor. Oh. So every car on the show will be a Ford car. And I went, oh, interesting. She learned that from her dad, I guess. Cause, okay, anyway. Was the actor who played the one-armed man really one-armed? I don't know. Because that would be a weird thing to have to tuck your arm in every week, right? <laughs> but he's not in every episode, is he? I don't know. I think no, he's not in every episode. He's just like a kind of a, a specter that this this doctor is chasing. Because it would go two ways. One one of the ways is like Doctor Richard Kimball. You actually get a fella who has one arm yeah. to play the one-armed man. And you think like, well, that's nice because you actually got someone who's you know got one arm, sure. the one arm man. That's yep. better than having to tuck your arm in every time, which is <laughs> which is strange. Because Philip, whatever his name was on uh, Twin Peaks, was actually one arm. There you go. Uh, but the problem being that you are known as the one armed man, and then when you go out in yeah. life, yeah. you are in a restaurant, mm-hmm. and someone goes, "Hey, look at that one armed man." Hey, is that one armed man the one armed man? Yeah. And so all he's hearing for the rest of his life is one armed man. Like he's hearing that in the background. It's like, ugh, I have a name. It's like, yeah. no, you don't. You're just the one armed man. It was like, oh, what a terrible. And his career goes downhill. He becomes desperate. He becomes a bandit. Eh? <laughs> Here's uh, what I was just going to say about. Can I just say one thing about the future oh, before we move on Lord. from this? Story. Yes, of course you can. Is that. Uh, I think, by the way, uh, Kimball did it. And just frame that guy. <laughs> I watched that show right to the very end. I saw the, the concluding episode. Was it, it ac- satisfying to you? Yeah, it actually finishes it really well. Yeah. Anyway, go on. And he, uh, he gets the one-armed man, and then uh, his uh, kid is killed by a one-legged man. <laughs> just hops off. But luckily, he <laughs> can get him because it wasn't that hard to catch him. It wasn't him. that hard to catch him. You're right. um, I was just going to say, uh, ad-wise, just commercial-wise, Yeah. Uh, I put this on my Facebook page because it's just it's so weird to me. Uh, there's, a, there's an ad for, uh, I think it's like ND mattresses. They're the mattresses you unfold and you just get in a yes, box. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. So the people who are endorsing said mattress. Yeah. Are the couple from, and they're not necessarily a couple, but they're a couple of people. And so I'm going to say they're a couple. They're not necessarily, whenever they've asked, are the, are you a couple? They, they always said, we like to have fun. And so it's like, whatever that means. And I'm not going to push because it's not my business. Yeah. Here's what is my business though. Yes. They're the couple from, Tell bo- us your business. from, um, Body Break. I don't know what that is. Okay. Body Break was, uh, it was a series of like interstitials that you would have on television where they were telling people to get fit and have fun. Oh, okay. Okay. And they would show you some different exercises or stuff to do. Like, you can go and play lacrosse or they have an, and they, they just goof around. They play have nice, lacrosse? Whatever. They would, That's they, a freaking hard game to play. I understand, but it's Canadian. So eventually you get to lacrosse. Okay. So, anywho, it's it's them as a couple, and they are talking about this mattress. Going, you get a good night's sleep. Yep, it's great. 
uh, keeps you keeps you healthy and all this kind sure, of stuff. Sure, sure. Lovely. Everyone knows how important a good night's sleep it's is. Fantastic. So At least we, five hours a night. Okay. Now here's the weird bit. Okay. And you got to kind of watch for it, but all when right. you watch it, you it just you'll will, never forget it. You will n- you will not be able to watch it without seeing this. Okay. He starts clean shaven. Okay. Okay. Clean shaven. All right. A lot of close ups. Yeah. Goes into the bed. Then it's a close up of her. Yeah. And he gets up out of bed. Like he's really happy he's in bed. Having a good time. And they're all in a white background like it's a matrix. Yeah. Full mustache. He's got mm. a full mustache. Like like this was clearly shot at two different times. Well, what happened was he, he was in Mission Impossible. <laughs> and they, would, they wouldn't let him shave it. Poor Superman. <laughs> it's very weird though. Yeah. Again, it's on my Facebook page. I don't know how many pe- people follow me on Facebook. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Uh, but uh, it's a heck of a thing. Look it up. The Body Breakers couple and then like ND mattresses. It's very strange. Because again, full mustache at the end. Mm. Like fix that. That's not hard. Like just yeah. Look how easy it was to do in 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 Justice League. Well, no, he couldn't like, even tell it was there. Like he didn't. Okay, didn't look like a cat at all. No, he. They didn't erase the mustache earlier. Clearly, he shaved the mustache in the time that he was in the bed. So just put him back in the fucking bed and like have him get up. Why are you using the old footage of him with a mustache in the bed? How hard is that to shoot again? I'm just getting up. You think no one's going to notice that he has a full mustache and he went to bed? Like, how many how many months did he go to bed for? Two? Because it's a big, full mustache. Yeah. It's so weird. Why didn't his beard grow? What's going on? It's so obvious. How cheap are you? Like, did he yeah. go, I'm done for the day, and left, and went, like, we can't shoot him in the bed. Well, then fine, have her get in the bed. Yeah, well, that's the thing. She's the beard. There you go. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, one and all. Thank you. He is, uh, he is going to get a sore back from patting it so much. <laughs> I didn't even... You're the one clapping. I am clapping. I and, do. And it, by the way, it was Irish clapping. When Irish hands are clapping till it's like the morning spring. <laughs> it's our most Irish show yet. Yeah, Irish laughter. The angels sing. Find the pot of gold. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, there was a contest um, on the local radio station where you had to call in and sing when Irish Irish are smiling. And uh, they Did were you do that? Draw. I tried. Oh. I tried. Yeah. I practiced really hard. Uh, and uh, tried to do an Irish accent. I huh. was told uh, by my parents uh, that's not one. What? That my Irish accent was not an Irish accent. I was, I don't know, five. Well, what does it matter? It would have been so cute to have a little kid phone up and sing out Irish stars. I didn't know I was cute. I was five. You think you're. No, just, your parents should know that. Yeah, I don't think they thought I was cute. I don't think uh, I don't think kids were cute back then. <laughs> That's true. They were just annoying. Yeah. We were really in the way. Yeah, I hear. We're playing bridge and smoking unfiltered cigarettes. Get out and drinking uh, Labatt's 50. <laughs> Why don't you, why don't you, here, why don't you go take a bus to the city because <laughs> you're a child and it's back now, so it's fine. Or go play in the woods, go find have, some pornography. Have you ever won a radio contest? Yes. What did you win? I won tickets to uh, the 7% Solution. Oh, but you couldn't go though? I couldn't go, so I gave them to my folks. How did you win? Was uh, it a calling being the right number of callers? Or? Uh, I called in and asked, answered a question about Sherlock Holmes. What was the question? The question was, uh, what is the name of Sherlock Holmes's partner? Oh. Yeah, and I said Watson. And uh, and they asked, like, what TV show... I think they also asked, what TV show right now uh, features a character called uh, Sherlock Holmes? Or Holmes. And uh, at the time, it was the mid-70s. What show would that have been? Do you, do you know, Dave? Do yes. I know? That featured a character called Holmes? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a big clue. The partner was a robot. 
Oh, is that Yo-Yo? And yes, Holmes and Yo-Yo. Holmes and Yo-Yo, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, I, and I was a fan of Holmes and Yo-Yo as a kid. Yeah, it was a summer replacement show. Yes, this and did not last very long at all. Did not last very long. No one, really no one it, wanted yeah. to see it, but I liked it as a kid. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I remember like I was playing like in the park near our home. We were on the, playing the swing set when it was big, giant park swing sets, you know? Yeah. And I was like, reached a certain time, and I was like, I got to go. I got to go home and watch Holmes and Yo-Yo. So I left and uh, to watch that show. Yep. My friend was always so, so disappointed in my interest in television. Because he could care less most of the time. So I'd, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go home and watch the monkeys. What do you, what do you mean go watch them? I love the monkeys. I'm going to go watch them. Yeah, i got to go watch Batman. got to go watch this. Um, I never, I never it, saw Batman. It, remi- it reminded me of a character from Get Smart, Jaime the Robot. Mm. It was a yeah. similar situation. Yeah. Just a yeah. robot that could do anything, could open up his chest, and he saw the whirring bits. John, John, the actor, actor John Shuck was the... Yes. Yo yo, I don't remember who played the. Uh... No, the other guy was like a pretty famous comedic actor who did a lot of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. John Shuck wasn't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, he was in no. Mash. Yeah, he would. Uh, yeah, he was, he was the guy in, when they sang "Suicide Is Painless." Yeah, that's yeah right. it was him. Yeah, the dentist. And then he died, and he came back as a robot. And that's <laughs> with... so what it was. Yeah, it's a fake suicide in the movie, but I, I have such. Uh, speaking of surreal things, I, I, I watched the Mash movie in chunks as uh, when i was younger okay i never watched the full thing i watched it fully like years ago okay and i was like huh it's weird I, it's I, a weird I, movie. it doesn't feel like the movie hangs together at all like the start Very of the episodic, movie in, yeah. in, in in no way feels like the end of the movie which no. then turns into a sports movie yeah 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 and then and then there's the weird suicide is painless there's a lot uh, of casual like that's a that weird film. that's a weird scene where a guy yeah. like is basically having his own funeral while he's alive it's just like really well, st- well he wants to kill himself because he can't get it up anymore yeah. That's the weird... I didn't really get that when I was a kid, that part of it. Uh, I didn't get that until now. I, oh, okay, yeah. I, I don't get it. He comes to Hawkeye and he says, like... Because he's famous yeah. for his being well-endowed. Okay. And he can't get it up. Like, life is over for him. All right. And so they stage this fake suicide and then have a nurse who's going home yeah. have sex with him. And then that changes the whole thing in some weird way. So if he It's done in a very strange... So if he couldn't get it up at that moment... Would he have just killed himself? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let's hope that it all went well. Yeah, they they pull down the curtains and show Sally Kellerman nude. And back then, that was a good thing. He went like, you know what? We're exposing a lady uh, naked. And uh, there you go. That'll show her because she's a bit... uh, you know, she's got a lot of confidence, so uh, I'll take her down a notch. Good for you, fellas. The lyrics of that song are written by Robert Altman's son. Okay. Not the music. That was by Johnny Mandel. It was like, very strange the first time you see the opening and go, there's lyrics to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like finding out there's lyrics to the Hawaii Five-O song, which there aren't. But <laughs> when you're in Hawaii and you're surfing now. Oh, it's with Hawaii. Watch out and howl. Don't commit any crimes. Because he'll get you every time. He's Jack Lord and he's coming for you. Keep your hands off my pot of poi. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh... Oh, Dan, oh boy, oh, book him, book him, book him. We, no, that is better than th- no reaction. That's, that is, I was thinking about something That's else, the sorry. best thing I've done all show. I wasn't even listening to oh, you. Oh, Dan, oh boy, <laughs> that's him, good. book him now. That's good. I don't know who that character is, but. Dano from Hawaii Favo? Oh, book him Dano. Book him Dano. Okay. And then it's Danny Boy. I, I put those two together. That's nice. I, did, I improvised that shit. <laughs> Fuck you! That's as good was, as it gets. I, I was, don't care what you're about to bring up next. I was if trying it's a to personal story from your topic. youth, or a revelation, or something, or a most hilarious joke. 
God damn it. That's the best. I have no hilarious jokes. No, I'm I'm retiring. That's as good as I'm gonna get ever on this show. Go ahead, please continue. No. Well, I was just I sorry, I thought we had got something of, to say about George Siegel? I, I do. I thought we'd reached the end of the string and I was like, okay, what can we talk about next? I don't know. What else will drive young people away from the show? <laughs> this this topic you First ready? of all. Hits of the obscure summer replacement hits of the seventies. Oh, Shields and Yarnell. Yeah, Shields and Yarnell. You know what? They were robots too. I I see a theme in all of this stuff. Now let me get off on get off on. I'm not even going to say what I was about to say because it would have been a terrible thing. Okay, go ahead. It's just we we had discussed doing another movie, and uh, so I was kind of I was looking up the year it was made. Okay, I was I was just curious what movies came out that year. Sure. And this, we, we kind of briefly touched on this topic and I wanted to come back to it because you said, remember when movies were such and such? And I was like, oh, I do because I was just looking up 1975. Okay. What a year for movies, I gotta say. Such as? Dog Day Afternoon. Okay. Three Days of the Condor. Okay. All animal based ones. Okay. I was good. Night Moves. Okay. Um, oh, so many more. I can't even, uh, did I say Dog Day? Um, Jaws. That was a big one that year. That was the, they the said giant, that was- the giant spider invasion. <laughs> Uh, uh, Deep Red or, or Profundo Rosso, the, the great Dario Argento film, came out that year. Okay, I don't know that one. Uh, it, I just went so a little while ago. It's really good. I think it's really great. Um, yeah, just a, but what what I thought was interesting was that it didn't feel like that many like that many movies came out though. Like it was basically a new movie a week. The Iger Sanction came out that year. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Barry uh, Lyndon. Barry Lyndon. That's another one. Monty yeah. Python and the Holy Grail. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Love and Death, the Woody Allen film. Yeah. There's a, like a lot of really great movies that came out that year. I was just like, wow, this is a uh... man who would be king. Rollerball. Sure. Rollerball's not great, but Stepford Wives. Nah. Picnic at Hanging Rock. Good. Death Race 2000. Tommy Rooster uh, Cogburn. Mm. Uh, uh, Shampoo. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Day of the Locust. Yeah. Day of the Locust, another good one, yeah. Well, and then the most important one, um, the Apple Dumpling Gang. Apple Dumpling Gang, yeah. So I was just like, it's just an amazing year. Now, now, what's interesting is that it's also kind of the year that movies changed because Jaws came out that year and on a fairly small budget earned $470 million. Mm. And I think it cost about $9 million to make. Now, people that went to see Jaws at first. Yeah. What did they think that was? What did they think it was just going to be like a horror it, movie? Was it just like so much think, better than they expected? I think they kind of, yeah, I think that's what it was. For one thing, it was so much better than what they expected. And the other thing was is great that poster. That's what they sold it on was the poster. That was that their sell. That is a great poster. The music yeah. and the poster. Those were the two hooks yeah. that got people going to see it in the theater. It was the kind of poster that you could do a parody of immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so striking. And the shark is so big. And the woman is so small, and it just it just feels neat, like it's something that you want to see for sure. I you know I really wanted to see Jaws. I wasn't allowed to see horror movies when I was a kid. So my mom said you'll be on the ceiling. But you know it's interesting to just look at all the movies made in that year, and you just think to yourself, there'd be no other year that could be like this because after this they're chasing the summer smash. Mm. They're looking for that movie, that miracle movie. That means the rest of the year, well, they don't have to worry because they've already made back. Right. They've made back whatever else they spend on movies. They made it back on this one film. And that became like Star Wars was was 77. I'm not too sure what 76 would have been for like if there was a big smash that year or if it just was like, boy, I sure hope we can think of a big smash this year. Or they tried, but they couldn't They couldn't hit or whatever. Well, they wouldn't have known by then that uh, the blockbuster of uh, 
you know, Jaws was going to happen, they wouldn't have had the stuff. Oh, that sure, came. that's right. They would have because they'd already be making stuff ahead of time. That's right. So, well, by '77, they sure would. And they, yeah, you know, like let's do. Yeah, well, Star Wars. We, would be. Okay, let me give you a couple here. We got Rocky. That's '77. No, uh, that's '76. Rocky, but Rocky is not like a blockbuster movie. It's actually a pretty gritty film. Okay, they, you know, like it's actually like a very down to earth film. He loses. It's sure. a very '70s sort of a, a film. Um, Marathon Man. Which, again, is kind of grounded there. Yeah. I mean, All the President's Men was a pretty big film then. Sure, that was a pretty big Network, hit. Carrie. Robert, Robert Redford again. The, uh, the Omen. Carrie, yeah, Omen. Uh, Omen's not great, but yeah. Carrie's great. And uh, A Taxi Driver. Fantastic. I mean, but, but those aren't like big... These are all dramas. And they're not big money. These yeah. are all powerful dramas, The Omen. They're not big money makers. I mean, The Omen would have probably made pretty good money because it's pretty cheesy. And The Bad News Bears, which, let's just say, if you hey, have you seen The Bad News Bears? Do you remember The Bad News Bears? I bet you haven't. See it again now. It'll blow your damn mind. It's a great movie. It'll blow your mind. Are you saying it's a bad movie or a no, good no, movie? No, no. It's no. It'll blow your mind. Yeah, it's just like great. you will. You will watch it and go, "What? Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You cannot do that." Yeah. So you know, again, be careful who you watch it with. Um, you know, but uh, that movie was so was so scandalizing in my neighborhood. I remember my 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 best friend and his sister went to see it without telling his mom. And the rest of the neighborhood was scandalized that, that one of the kids went and saw it. Because it was just like a movie that no child should see, The Bad News Bears. And yet We all should've. wanted to see it. Yeah, you should see it. You should see it, It's yeah. got good messages in it. It does. For all the uh, Smoking and raci- drinking. racial slurs, drinking, uh, things you should not. Yes, yeah. at all. Yeah. You, you, it's a very crude movie. They, made, they remade it with Billy Bob Thornton a couple of years ago. And I say a couple of years ago, probably like 10 years ago. Mm. And, you know... It was fine, but it didn't have in any way the edge because you couldn't. Yeah. You just goddamn couldn't make that. <laughs> For all that people say and now, you know, they look at like Blazing Saddles and say, you know what? You could never make that movie today. Of course you fucking could. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, well, you couldn't use this word or do this or do that. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. Have you seen South Park? Have yeah. you seen anything? Yeah. Of course you can. Have you seen the Dave Chappelle show? Have you seen anything? <laughs> like, of course you could. Sure. You know, could but, you make the Bad News Bears now? Oh, no. No, no, you could not. Well, you could I, not make the Bad News they're Bears. They're right in this now. way. You couldn't have the cultural effect of Blazing Saddles now. Like, with made that movie wouldn't have the same. Sure. You know, like that movie of that time wouldn't have the same effect that it would. Like to me, it wasn't too too short a time after that that like All in the Family came out, and that was a sitcom. Yeah, that yeah. would like use you know uh, these these words and would you know have characters who were. Uh, it would didn't cross- didn't didn't use like the really bad words, but yeah. They would they would use the n word. Did they use the n word? Oh, yeah, the yeah. They would have that. Not often, but okay. they would. Uh, and and other words that were, if not you know top tier, but yeah. like enough that it was like different racial slurs. Yeah, yeah. And then they would also have uh, characters who were gay, and they would have characters who would now call trans. Yeah. And you would have like a lot. Uh, you know, there was there was a, a storyline where Edith uh, like has, there's an attempted rape. There's just like all these things that you'd just be like, whoa, what's? And this is in a sitcom. This is in a sitcom in the early seventies. Crying out loud, yeah. So don't tell me like you couldn't, you yeah, know, yeah. No, no, I think know. that's a silly argument, but uh, yeah, uh, but but you could not do uh, bad news bears because you have actual children <laughs> doing these things, yeah. And it's like, well, no, you can't do that because it's kids, so no, you couldn't do that now, but you but they did, and wow, like I know there's a movie coming out right now called Good Boys that's like uh, produced yeah, by Seth looks, Rogen, looks terrible. and uh, no, I think it'll be fine, um, and he, 
You know what? Listen, <clears throat> I haven't seen a Seth Rogen movie where he hasn't like you know that he, it hasn't been an incredible challenge that he hasn't at least mostly got right. Like he does things that you should not be able in any way to do, and he pulls it off. Hmm. To me, you might feel differently, and that's fine. I do. Okay, uh, but I think like he. Except for this is the end. That movie, they they they, they see it through. Okay. But you didn't think in something like uh, the interview? That oh, was no, I like the interview a lot, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's two movies. Two movies make an argument. You didn't like uh, Superbad. Superbad didn't I did not like Superbad. I thought Superbad fell apart. Okay. There's parts of it that were really good. Mm-hmm. But there's parts of it that I just right. thought were dumb. Yeah. Like, not my cup of tea, They've got they kids doing outrageous stuff in this movie. But I, I feel like it's going to be cartoonishly outrageous. Mm. Uh, like I, again in the trailer, you see like a kid who goes flying off his bike and hits something, and his arms de- dislocated, and and everyone's like going yeah. Whoa, and make big, big reactions. Yeah. The thing that's like uh, about Bad News Bears is it all seems so grounded. It does, and so real. It does. And you can just and so sad, sm- so smell it, and the sad. Yeah. And it's just like oh boy, it's uh, yeah oh yeah yeah. Yeah, but uh, also very, very funny and uh, and 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 a lot of heart to it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah, yeah. You know, Walter Matthau pulls it off. He's a very good actor. And uh, the upsetting thing to me was I remembered uh, Jodie Foster being in it, and she is not. She's not in it. So I just, kept, I just kept waiting for Jodie Foster to show up, and she didn't. And you're I thinking went, of uh, Mandela effect. You're thinking of Alice doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was thinking of that and the little girl who lived down the lane, which again shot in front of my house when I. And possibly huh. I am in that movie briefly as a kid looking out the window and ruining a shot. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's going on? What's going on, everyone? Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting to look back at a, at a year like that and just think, wow, so many great films. I mean, I should do that with like 1984 or something like that. I don't know if I would. Now, do you think it had anything to do with... I feel like more films come out now, though, than they did then. Like... When did, and this is a weird question, when did Deep Throat come out? Around, that, around that time. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like actual movie theaters were showing just hardcore pornography yeah. to people. So it felt like... Then people, everyone realized what a mistake that was. Eventually, but not then. No, like, no. It felt it like too, it we're all open-minded here, right? We're yeah. all cool. We're all cool. Uh, so like, you know, what are you going to do mainstream movies? Because people are going to see like full-on sex, like... In the same block that yeah. they're seeing your movie, what have you got that's going to bring people in when they could see everything there? What are you sure. going to do? And it's like, well, I guess you know we can up our game a bit and you know make things more extreme and uh, here or we not, go. or or not. But it seems like they did. Like you look at the movies that were like well, hits then, and none of them are uh, light, frothy. That's fare. true. Apple it, Dumpling Gang. Besides the fellatio scene in Apple Dumpling Gang, it's not. You know, like yeah. I, I felt like maybe Disney had kind of yeah, had with Don Knotts there, given a little like, oh, 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 what's up? Oh. <laughs> oh. Seemed to be enjoying himself. Yeah, and uh, Tim Conway was, of course, there going. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed to be enjoying himself as well. <laughs> the limb done. I don't know. I'm trying to think of Dorf. <laughs> Dorf. I don't. Dorf on Felicio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think the i don't think the movies really did did have to change necessarily to to suit those to suit those films okay well you had you as we said we've listed the movies now from 75 and 76 then 77 you get star wars and star then wars. everything freaking changes yeah star wars and, and uh 
Close encounters of the third kind. Do you think that's when they the, the, there was just a thing about like we'll make more money if we make these family friendly and sci-fi, you know, and, and go for that market rather than a, a film catering to adults? Like if we want to really make money, we got to make it so kids will go and buy toys as well, and that's where we're going to get our dough. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it kind of feels like. That's part of it. For that sure. feels like what the eighties are kind of mm-hmm. uh, about, at least yeah. the early eighties then, and and then, the nineties. And then it felt like mid mid eighties, uh, with the advent of I guess VHS, because people would then watch movies at home. Yeah, uh, and they realized well, because yeah, then you got into the eighties and you got like uh, early eighties and you got ET, which you know just did crazy. And then ET came out on VHS, and people went, "We could own ET and watch <laughs> it anytime we wanted." Yeah. isn't that incredible? No, listen to me, listen <laughs> to me. How often have you wanted to watch ET? You could just watch it. That's Im- insane. You can just watch ET. Anytime you can own it. How much is it? It's like uh, 80 bucks. Great. $80. What a deal that we can watch ET anytime. And by God, they did. Um, and so you got like to the mid 80s and people went, listen, we got to have movies that people want to watch on VHS. What, what would that be? Well, they want to watch porn. Well, we can't give them full porn. That's last decade. Okay. How about we just give them uh, breasts? How we just give them a movie that's just a reason to get them to breasts? Yeah, like okay, and then sure. you got the, you got all those movies in the mid stripes. You got, you got stripes. You got Spring Break. You got losing it. You got uh, you know Bachelor all those Party, films. You got... Yeah, you got all all the movies that are just an excuse to get to the scene that you get the breasts. In. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, well, Fast Times at Ridgemont High actually seemed to have something to say, but it did also uh, had breasts. But it did deliver quite well on that as well. But it also was. Uh, a pretty, a uh, pretty good movie in its own right. There are other ones that are just like just, just there to hang in the movie theater for a couple seconds. Get to the, get to the video store, and this is where people are going to be watching them in the hmm. privacy of their own home. Because <laughs> that... it looks like a movie, and it doesn't look like you're renting porn, but you are. No, just to watch it. Look at boobs. Yes, I don't think that's. Yes, that doesn't count as porn. If it's... that's the only scenes you watch, just yes, a little boobage. There's people who would only watch a certain scene over and over again till. <laughs> Yeah, so you, Is that so, right? you rent, so you Do rent, you know this person personally? I might. So you but I've also done this thing where you rent the movie yeah. and you don't those of you that uh are familiar with uh downloads and or DVDs will not know this. Yeah. But you would watch a movie sure. and then a scene would come up and then uh little lines would kind of go on the screen uh. because this this scene had been watched a lot and this part of the tape had been worn it's, down. It's stretched out. So it just be paused. like uh, you know, oh, Mrs. Robinson is going to seduce me. Well, of course not. It's not that. It would be something else. And just like, well, let's go to the showers. Right, we are in the shower. One candy. And then you got to see the whole that thing and then come back to the plot. And it's all in crisp focus. Hmm. Yep. I I mean, I, I did see a little bit of that. but Well, it depends if you were able to have any time at the house alone. Yeah, I lived in a... That's the problem. If you if you're if they're not letting you watch the Gong Show, you're not going to be seeing this. <laughs> well, I was one of the little kid that I couldn't see the Gong Show in the mid seventies, right? When that show was at its prime. <laughs> so let's go to the letters. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's wrong? I gave you a look. Yeah, I know you gave me a look of like Ixnay on the no no I masturbation man. I was not saying that at all. But what I was thinking was that I was thinking it's so funny because like when I got my. When we got a VCR, the first thing I did was I just started like recording movies, but I would take the, the commercials out. Mm. I became a real expert. I remember uh, taping Harold and Maude 
from the television. And even though we had dinner in the middle of the movie, yeah. I still was able to successfully take all the oh, commercials wow, out. I'd be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta run for a second. And then I'd run downstairs, turn it off, rewind it, you know, back to where the movie was, get it all set. And then Aww. as soon as the commercials ended, start it again. That's nice. That's the first movie I, sh- I showed Lisa. It's a good film. I know. All right. That was a test for her. Name another Ruth Gordon movie. Go. Uh, Lord Love a Duck. Okay. And Rosemary's Baby. Um, <laughs> I said a different one. What's that? Okay. Or you're saying one. You're, you're naming I'm one. just naming another one, okay. too. Or no, okay. I was just naming, yeah. Who does the, who does the best impression of uh, Ruth Gordon? Valerie Bromfield. You're right. I don't, don't know. I don't she know. sounds a great job. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read a couple of letters now. Uh, we have a, uh, one, one other letter from our 400th episode. Okay. Our friend Chad. Uh, said, you guys are great and easy to listen to. Oh, I feel like I'm just reading a compliment. I feel bad uh, about this. Uh, great episode, and I've been listening for a while, if no one has said it yet. I'm proud of uh, you with all your accomplishments. I love the podcast, and congratulations on 400. I'm a little younger than you guys, but I feel like I can relate uh, with a lot of the stories you tell. Thanks, uh, David and Ian, for the great podcast, and I look forward to hearing every, more every week. Thanks, Chad. Did you relate to our stories of 1970s <laughs> replacement sitcoms? <laughs> how was that for you? How about me telling you of how I watched pornography in the middle <laughs> mid-80s before I could access any? Good? Have we, we lost you? Are you gone? Uh, Bye. They, maybe that's it. We, we were really lucky. We lived near this person in our neighborhood who would give his porn tapes to teenage boys that oh, lived in his neighborhood. Man. And so the boys, we could take them home and watch them to our heart's content. Yeah. And let me just tell you, we watched them to our heart's content and other parts of our body. Our parts content. <laughs> Go on, Ian. I'm not happy with this episode at all. <laughs> okay. You started it. I did. So uh, last week... I was we, talking about classy movies. We asked, what's your uh, least favorite amusement park ride? And what's something you've done in your life that made it better? So that was uh, two questions we asked. Okay. Episode 401. Uh, David M. uh, writes in, oh, uh, commenting about something we said. I come in and blow, well, I never. (laughs) Okay. Well done. Um, Blow, man, blow. Uh, Louise, uh, who was a guest on our 400th episode, if you remember. uh, It's too long ago. Yeah. She won a Gemini Award for crying out loud. She's got better things to do than write to us. Look at her her Gemini Award. Is that for being a twin? Huh. Oh, I wonder how many twins have won Gemini Awards. Oh, good question. Oh, that is interesting. Louise, do you know of any other twins? Well, of course, your brother has not won a Gemini. Has he? I don't think he has. Uh, but do you know of any other uh, members of twins who have Twinhood. won? Twinhood. Twinhood have won a Gemini Award. Wow, that is. Um, uh, Louise, my least favorite uh, Disneyland uh, ride was the Finding Nemo submarine voyage. Mm. It uses the old submarine voyage venue. Uh, you ride around a cramped submarine listening to a soundtrack and looking out small portals at animated sequences projected Blah. behind artificial underwater scenery. Little kids uh, might like it, but for adults, it's pretty dull. I uh, <laughs> preferred Ariel's Undersea Adventure, which is not really undersea, but you get to ride in a giant clamshell. Oh, oh. I get the double entendre. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The boys riding the snails. Yep. Um, have you, did you go on uh, the Finding Nemo thing? Have you ever been there? I have not. I went on when it was the original ride, the Captain Nemo ride, which was oh, it was got, Captain Nemo. You got to go on turned, the Nautilus, you and then to, it turned to Finding Nemo. Yeah. Oh, that seems. I know it's a down. It's a, and it had lots of voices from the immortal Paul Freeze in the ride. But you, and you got attacked by a squid as part of it. There'd be like arm, oh, tentacles yes. would come along and wiggle along squid, the side. Squid pro quo. It was pretty. <laughs> um, 
you, you, you heard about the thing uh, that would have really happened with uh, Nemo uh, in the beginning if like his mom died, right? With his dad around. Did you, did you hear about this? What's this? Uh-huh. Okay, here's the thing. So this is the thing. I think he's a, he's a clownfish. Is that correct? Nemo? Oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about the, the cartoon Nemo. I, I am talking, talking about, about I thought you were talking about Captain Nemo. Nemo. No, I'm not talking about Captain Nemo. Sorry about that. Okay. I'm also not talking about the uh, Canadian cartoon Captain Nemo, which looked just like Rocket Robin Hood. That's a very different thing as well. And we don't have time to talk about it. That was and also, our young listeners will not relate. It was also a summer replacement show. Sure was. Um, but uh, if you're a real clownfish, yeah. and uh, you're, uh, okay, and say the female clownfish who's raising the ch- children die, and there's a male clownfish around, yeah. the male clownfish will immediately turn, change sex and become female. That's right. So uh, Albert Brooks should have turned immediately into a lady, and uh, that's how the rest of the movie should have gone. What he should have done is turned into Ellen DeGeneres. That's your movie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Finding a better plot is what I call it. Science ruins everything. So uh, Louise continues. All right. "Um, The scariest ride I went on was the skydiver at Playland. It was like a Ferris wheel, only you sat in these caged-in pods mounted Mm. around uh, the wheel's perimeter. I looked this up. It is not fun. Uh, (laughs) As the big wheel turned, uh, the pods spun laterally like you're in a tailspin, like the cartoon tailspin that was based on the jungle. Uh, The loading and unloading was the worst because you'd be stopped at the top of the ride, lying backwards and upside down or hanging face down across the lap bar. <laughs> I only went to on the ride to look like a cool aunt to my teenage niece. Uh, tip, it is uh, hard to look cool when you're screaming. Uh, <laughs> something that made my life... Well, you know what? Bruce Campbell disagrees. He has made a good career screaming and looking yeah, cool. Uh, something that made my life better. I, I stopped taking dance uh, classes after I went to university, but I started them uh, again 10 years later. It's a fun way to stay in shape. And learning new choreography to different styles of music is a great workout for the brain. So that's a good tip. Take on take the dance cool. dance classes. I stopped taking dance classes in uh, in college because uh, I was not good. Though it was always fun when we did the warm-ups. And then afterwards I would um, check my height and I was a little taller uh, after doing uh, stretches. and. Whatnot. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, well, this is something they should tell people. You get taller. Um, huh. Dylan wrote... Uh, most recent uh, food someone introduced me to? Oh, that was a different question, I guess. Uh, my sister talked me into trying oysters at a restaurant. After two oysters au natural, <laughs> I don't know if I'll bother again. Tasted like a mouthful of seawater. I seem to be missing something. Yes, you are. Uh, you get a little bit of lemon. You get a little bit of the, um, like a little sauce, a little Tabasco, perhaps. I think you might prefer them, but you might just not like them. Also, it's weird to have anything for the first time. Um, there's a book called uh, French Children Will Eat Anything. Uh, and uh, the idea behind it being, I believe it's like you need to try things uh, a number of times, like about nine to ten times before you develop a taste for them. So uh, often when we try a new food, you know, a uh, new texture, it's off-putting. You know, we anything that's different to us is poison and yeah. our body rejects it uh, and goes, no. Um, but, you know, you, again, if you feel like uh, really putting in the effort, try some more oysters you might like. It explains the declining French population. Oui, oui. Uh, also, oh, they ha- hate having sex as well. That's the problem with the French. Ah. They do not care for that lovemaking. No. Uh, weird food, says Dylan. Uh, boiled potatoes with butter and jam. No. You know what? That sounds like something you'd get at Ikea. My mother claims this is a special uh, treat in her home country of Switzerland. Well, I'm going to remain neutral on that. Since the potatoes in ha- <laughs> uh, slice the potatoes in halves or quarters yeah. and then spread butter and jam, marmalade, maple syrup, 
from the famous Swiss maple trees, presumably, <laughs> or uh, pretty much uh, any bread topping you want to add. My wife refuses to even try this. Congrats to both of you on your weight loss. Oh, we, we took a little turn there, but thank you very much. Uh, that's hard work. Well, I went on the uh, all potato with jam diet, and that really put me off. But yeah. thank you. Yes, it is hard work. And you're both looking great. Well, I never. I didn't know you could see us. Well, thank you very much. We, you know, we, had, well, we did release a oh, video well, of ourselves. Videos. We just released a video, and I guess we looked well. Thank you very much. I, I guess we should it. mention that. I guess we show. should mention that we have released a video we'll tell, <laughs> tell everybody about that thank you very much i really appreciate it i just like this compliment i feel <laughs> no i don't believe it that's so nice to hear a little compliment oh. wasn't it nice david do you enjoy a good compliment no it makes you nervous oh man nervous yeah i like it I like seeing <laughs> you know what causes uh, when you're nervous you can lose a little weight and you can look really great I'll tell you, when we play spike ball, yeah. everyone knows how to throw me off, which is to compliment me on my play. Yeah. And I will immediately start playing badly. Oh, that is good. It's a good tip, everyone. How to, um, how to throw me off. Compliment me. Our friend, uh, our friend David uh, Fine, who was again on our 400th show and other past shows, yeah. did an ad in 1979, animated ad for Participation, which is a Canadian uh, program to promote fitness in Canadians. Yeah. And it was a little cartoon. It's it's quite cute. It's a uh, you know a, a little a claymation character going from fat to fit, hmm. which you would not do now, but you would do then. And it was like he was an A in the word fat, and it and uh, worked out and turned into an I and into the word fit. Ah, and uh, it was quite it was quite adorable. Very charming. Very charming. And uh, I was watching it the other day, and I thought like, well, he's he's clay. He could just like mold himself into an I. That was a lot of work for nothing. Dumb clay thing. Anyway, you can look at that on YouTube if you like it. Um, I don't know. It feels like just saying you want to get that guy's dumb. He could get thinner. Just roll, roll a steam, put a steamroller over himself, and he'll be really thin. Well, if you're made of clay, no, yes. no. He, what about his internal organs? He doesn't have it. He's clay. How do you know? He has the clay internal organs. Do you think he's got clay internal well, organs? Well, yeah. He's moving around, isn't he? He must have clay lungs, clay heart, clayness, clay, clay clayness flowing through his clay veins. Clay veins. Okay, keep yeah. going. <laughs> You know, he has clay like pancreas. clay pancreas that produce clay bile. He's got his, uh, you know, clay liver that's helping to... Cliver? Cliver, helping to, to filter through all the, all the clay that's in his body. <laughs> right. You know, he's got does his he kidneys. Eat? He eats. He eats. He's got his... Clay, what, does he eat more clay? eats more clay. Well, clay he's bowels. a cannibal then, that son of a bitch. Well, you don't know. He's eating clay birds. Clay birds? Yeah. He's not eating clay people. He's eating clay animals. Lisa writes... <laughs> My, uh, I don't understand why this conversation had to stop. My uh, recent uh, food, uh, oh, oh, most recent food someone has introduced me to, calamari. I'm, uh, I've obviously known about it for years, brackets, decades, but have always avoided it for whatever reason. Well, probably, it sounds terrible. I mean, it sounds bad when you hear about it. It sure does. Um, but it's fine. I, I know squid and octopus are different, but I'm a big fan of octopus, and I don't know. I never wanted to eat any. That's my reason for not eating an octopus. I just, I admire them. Uh, but on <laughs> my recent uh, trip to Hong Kong, uh, we were offered calamari numerous times, and it became more awkward uh, to avoid it than eat it. So uh, there I was. Uh, the taste was good, but in the future, I uh, will resume my avoidance. Weird food. A potato sandwich. Oh, a lot of Irish things. A lot of potatoes. <laughs> this show's really good. Ah, oh, full of potatoes. This Real is oh, I tell you about the potatoes. Oh, a potato of gold. Okay. A weird food potato sandwich. I had a client whose mother was Scandinavian and boiled potato and mayonnaise with salt and pepper in a white bread uh, sandwich was pretty regular fare for them. Wow. I used to like eating um, boiled potatoes diet. and rice 
Ooh, and I, again, would, I would sometimes diet. have bread with that okay. until one day, and I think I was like in college, and someone went, well, that's just all starch. Yeah. And I didn't even know what they're talking about. What do yeah. you mean? It's yeah. just all foods I like. But it's all starch. What do you mean? It's all the same thing. So what? So like you wouldn't eat a bowl of fruit? Oh, it's fruit. More fruit. And more fruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are you eating? Some meat with meat? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. What? You got to mix it up? Fuck off. That's what I would say then. <laughs> and I would just, and then I got shamed by it. And I would Oh, that's too oh, bad. Yeah. Um, Don't let people tell you what to do. No, I wouldn't. But unless, uh, it's, unless it's a shower regularly. Oh, that's a that's a fair that's a fair Hint. point. And so those are uh, those are the things. So uh, so there you go. So what was our what was our first question this week? Was it about game shows? Was it about oh. no? My oh, the first show was um, no no. What was three songs? Yes, like, three songs for to Dave in? to sing in an Irish uh, Irish uh, accent. Absolutely. So we need uh, we need those three songs from you, uh, nice folks. Do you yeah. have a second question that you would like? Well, I did because I sent it to you last week when I, I got yes, home. I saw this question, which was all uh, right. So okay, so the three songs is our sub question. Sub question. This is Dave's main, got the main question. Main question go. of the week is a belief yes. that you hold that you kind of know is wrong, and yet you hold on to it. Sure. And my example of this would be my my current belief on how we how we know we're losing weight, and this is it. Because I feel like this is what happens to me when I'm at the gym. Okay. I feel like my fat migrates out to the edge of my body. Okay. And when that happens, then I know I'm going to lose that that fat. Like I know it's gonna I'm gonna lose weight. Like it just feels to me like I get more jiggly just before I I go into like a weight loss part. Like because often you're you plateau for a while going to the gym. Like you know okay. you're not steadily losing weight. You just kind of hit like a p- plateau. Sure. And then I'll suddenly like lose a few pounds. And I feel like that the the fat of my body just kind of moves into a place where I notice it. Okay. And that means it's good that this happens because then it's going to go away soon. Okay. But you know that's not true. I know that's probably not true. And the mockery of my, my family when I tell them this theory probably tells me that they don't believe it either. Now, back in the day, I think on this show, you were talking about something about cardio where you didn't believe in cardio because the heart's a muscle and it was, it was something. Is that true? I don't remember that. Am I remembering this correctly? Sound, there was something but... about there was something about like cardio that you were putting forth a theory that uh, <laughs> that it wasn't that it wasn't Sorry. healthy. It wasn't a Donald Trump thing where you've only got so many beats in your heart, so oh. don't make them go faster. Yeah, you'll yeah, die, you'll sooner. die sooner. But it was something along the lines that car- that cardio is bullshit and something to do with like uh, weight loss. And you didn't you didn't buy that you should be like. Cardio, cardio isn't the way to go. It's a waste. It's a bit of a waste of time, and that you should be putting your focus on weights and other things. Is that something? Well, that, that sounds reason. That sounds reasonable. That sounds like you. Sounds like me. Well, I think I'm trying to remember what it was. My feeling, my feeling with weight loss is that the, the more muscle mass you have, the more weight you'll lose. Okay. Because you're the more muscle you have, the more your body requires energy to for the muscle, like to okay, you know, like so. You know, that makes sense then that you should have some weight training as part of your... But I would never say never do cardio because that's crazy because your heart... Cardio is good for your heart. Right. your heart but is a muscle, you need to cardio, train cardio, like people that run long yeah, distances. Yeah, people like, that run long distances, I feel like, are doing worse for themselves because you actually... Because the problem then is that you start to degrade the muscle. You do start to degrade the muscle. Okay, you do this have is, limited, I think, what you were talking about yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. That's why you often like have people who jog a lot will have heart attacks. Because they yes, they I think hurt, this is what you were talking. They about hurt before. the muscles in their body. Yeah, you can you can overdo cardio. It looks like you can overdo drinking water. You can drink water till you die if you want if you because you can create a an effect that has a name I can't remember what it is now, but where your body it goes it it starts it goes into some sort of like safety mode and it no longer will 
contain will no longer keep water and so you're just no matter how much water you're drinking your body's just getting rid of it and not getting any benefit from it sure. and you can actually dehydrate yourself and die um and i feel like the same with cardio like you just you know like you know like all things moderation like i'm not saying like i think that you should turn into like you know lou ferrigno or arnold schwarzenegger during you know like pumping iron era right but i just mean like the the leaner you are by the way both of them are really still cut mm-hmm. holy moly yeah still steroids the, really, does it make they do they have to keep doing the steroids? Do yeah. you think? Oh yeah. So they're doing it constantly still. I, I imagine so. Okay. Why would I've they? seen both of them live, and both of them, you know, it's like oh, like yeah. you know, uh, Schwarzenegger is shorter than you would expect. Mm. Uh, but uh, to the point where you think like maybe you could take him. Um, <laughs> probably not. I mean, it's I not think like, I could take him. No, it's like if you if you see the Rock in person though. Yeah. Well, no. I couldn't take the rock. Oh no, you no, couldn't. No no. no, no, not even close. That guy's like a. Uh, his, he has actual fighting muscles. Oh my gosh! Like Arnold Schwarzenegger has like looking at muscles. Yes, the rock has actual. What I've heard. What I've heard about the rock is for every movie he uh, does redesigns his body basically. And oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did that as well. Did he? Yeah, it makes I remember a different form reading for, an interview with him when he did. Conan. We do that for every podcast. We do like we do completely Beatles. Yeah, you know, you try to develop your body to look more like Ringo Starr. Okay, I remember, like, <laughs> yes, you know, right. mid seventies Ringo Starr. Yeah, I drank a lot of uh, brandy and and took a lot of cocaine. Yes, that was my. I really did appreciate brandy that you did and that cocaine. To give the extra thing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. I I I, I went for Brian Wilson, which because uh, I thought we were doing a Beach Boys, <laughs> and then you changed your mind at the last you second him. and went like, "Oh no, we're doing Beatles." I'm yeah. like, "Well, what am I going to do with this?" And what I just you? went back to bed and uh, <laughs> phoned it in from there. Well, that was it because you know you took a lot of brandy. Sort a lot of cocaine, but laid in bed, which mm-hmm. was, that's the, the Brian Wilson twist right. on that whole thing. That rock star lifestyle. I can't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and, so, and, okay. And, and nor, nor should you. Like, but the, clearly it was a lie. Do you, do you have a thing like that where you have like this kind of weird theory that you sometimes like... like you mean the, a superstition? I don't think a superstition. Okay. It's more like a fake, fake scientific theory or whatever. It's more like that where you're like... A fake scientific theory or something that there is no actual proof for and yet i believe truly that is a you kind of think it's wrong but you still kind of hold on to it as like you know it could be it could be real like my whole fat theory could be real right mm-hmm. right people someone agree with me yeah um i i think i feel something about losing weight which is uh <laughs> which is uh if you um <laughs> sorry this is just a stupid uh a dumb thing is that like if you if you don't look at the scale, if you don't look at the scale, yeah, you won't lose the weight. You've okay. got to actually look, oh, because it doesn't count. And like I think I, f- I believe this too. Of like I've got a, and again maybe this falls into superstition, where like I do enter what I uh, what I eat usually into like a little record that I've got online. Okay, and I feel like if I don't enter the exercise that I've done, it doesn't count. Oh. and there's a little bit of me that feels again. This feels like it's superstition. Yeah, uh, that's more. Yeah, that's more superstition. Okay, yeah. uh, let's uh, let's see. Something- that's okay. If you can think about it during the week, and and if we get some responses, I don't know. People, maybe I believe I- cats make my bones not break. That is something I believe. Really? Yes. What's the reason for thinking here's this? what? A th- here's a theory that I've heard in the past, and I do believe it. And okay. I say this. Uh, I was going to knock on wood, but then again, that would be another superstition. <laughs> Um, cats purring. Yeah. One of the theories about cats purring, and we do have veterinarians that listen to this. And so tell me if I'm just full of nonsense. Uh, one of the reasons cats purr, yeah. it's a healing thing for them. And one okay. of the things that it does, the vibrations, the vibrations help them with their, with their bones and help strengthen their bones. Okay. And they, the theory that I heard was yeah. if you've got a cat and your cat is purring next to you, yeah. it helps your bones as well. Huh. It helps prevent osteoporosis, having okay. a purring cat 
uh, with you. So because I have had cats yeah. for uh, many, many years, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all big buckets of purring, yeah. I have never broken a bone. Okay. My bones are fairly strong. Yeah. And there's a little bit of me that feels like, well, can't hurt. Like, first of all, I believe that probably having purring cats and a relaxing cat next to me uh, probably does help lower blood pressure. Okay. It probably does do good things. Um, but I do believe that uh, cats strengthen your bone density. Huh. And maybe that is hot nonsense, but, but I've heard a theory on that and I like it. Okay. It does sound sort of nonsensical, but... Well, it's fuck possible. you. <laughs> I just said it's possible. I don't know. Well, what do I know? No, that's fine. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that. Fuck you in the in the nicest way possible. <laughs> but I've heard that is part of how a cat does help heal itself okay. is with the it was the purring. Mm-hmm. It does help. Uh, you know, it focuses it and, and it, it helps heal itself. Okay. So that's why cats uh, purr when they're both happy and when they're uh, troubled. Is, yeah. You know, they can be using it for a healing. And people should know that, that sometimes when cats are purring, it's like, oh, he's happy. Might not be happy. Sometimes cats purr when they're feeling a little stressed or that kind of thing. So, mm. you know, double check on your cat. Sometimes sure. they, they purr when they're mad. They sometimes do purr sometimes, when they're mad. Sometimes yeah. they purr when they're sad. Yeah, sometimes they tweet mean things to you and they purr <laughs> while they do that. Yeah. Cats don't tweet. No. They don't. I got to take my cat in again because uh, it's got uh, more little cysts that we got to like take a look at. They're always like benign, but it's still like, ugh, you know, stop getting cysts. You know, it's always a little worrisome. It's like, come on, stop it. Knock it off. Mm. Don't like that. Come on. Come on. Smarten up. But, <laughs> you, you can know. feel them as you're petting? petting? They are definitely there. Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, yeah, and we do check uh, check our cat pretty regularly for stuff huh. like that. So huh. uh, take him in. We've had, we, he had uh, surgery earlier this year. Um, for a, a cyst that he had on it on his back, and it was uh, it was benign. The 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 drag is like right now because money's a little bit tight because we're uh, a lot of stuff that we're going to do is delayed. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's frustrating because you know you know when we when we did have that done, the way that they presented it to us was uh, oh this looks like it's a tumor that's like we gotta we should remove it it's yeah, like, yeah. dangerous and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And they then, insisted they yeah, a little bit and then and then so we had the surgery and the surgery was fairly expensive mm-hmm. and uh, then it was benign which of course you're happy with and like you're not going to complain about that it's the best thing you could get yeah. but now that we've got like similar thing now it's just like okay we've got to figure out how to friggin you know do this and like how many times do you go in for yeah for this and it's like every time or not or what have you and it's like will it always be this and of course you know with uh you know one of our last cats you know charlie you know we missed something once and then that was you know mm. that was really sad news and that you know and then it, he had like th- uh you know a month to three months tops because we missed this thing so of course you're paranoid and when you see like anything you're like on it but it's like uh, oh brother you know yeah so uh yeah it's 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 frustrating we want to like do the do the best by him but uh it's uh it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty pricey, and we got to figure we got to figure something out. So it's like, mm, mm. you just want to go like purr it away. <laughs> At least yes. you're taking care of your bones. That's right. It's good. His bones are great, but yeah. his skin is less great. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's just a goddamn lovely cat. God damn it, I love that little jerk. We got him when he was uh, eight, 
And so, you know, and, and when we got him, we were told he's never been to the vet. So we threw our hands up and just went, oh, that's swell. <laughs> so, you know, the, again, the first time, like, we took him in majorly, it was like, let's see what, let's see what kinder surprise we got going on here. <laughs> and that was fine. But then, like, about six months later, he got, like, the little lump. And it was like, okay, now we got to take mm-hmm. care of it. And that was with the expensive thing. And it was also kind of frustrating because we had to do a trip to New York. So we were getting news over the phone. And it's just like, ugh, you just want to be there for this kind of thing. And they're frustrating and sweet and wonderful and expensive and god damn it <laughs> yes. just want to just want things to uh to, to to kick in and start up but uh you know they they will be they will be shortly and and uh things are going to be all right you're talking about the projects it's yeah and everything <laughs> <laughs> just saying everything there's my belief <laughs> the things are uh, things are going to be all right i don't know is it too esoteric a question so you ask something different what's that no that's fine okay no, that's fine. And we also have you sing three Irish songs, so it's. Uh, I think we're pretty packed. <laughs> three songs in Irish. That's right. They will be Irish songs when you've made them Irish. That they'll be, yes, I will make these songs Irish. Then, of course, here's what Dave's going to do. Dave will then sing the entire song, and we will then uh, put those on a little mixtape, and then Dave will talk <laughs> about that tape on that's the right. Sneaky Dragon listening party. Yes. And make his uh, daughter Mary listen to all of them <laughs> and critique them. That would be the last time we saw Mary on the show. What is the listening party? Why don't you tell it to uh, tell our listeners about that? Well, I assume that anyone who listens to the listening party listens to this show, but the listening party is a show that I do with my daughter Mary. We base the show around a. We base the uh, show around. <laughs> please tell, tell people what's going on. Jeez. Just tell people. The noisiest part. What? What? Ah! <laughs> what? Tell. Just please tell them. We base the show around. Uh, <laughs> we base the show around a, a series of mixtapes that I did back in 2015 and 16. And uh, we've been playing those in the show and talking about them. And right now we are in the middle of what I like to call the post punk extravaganza. So just lots of. Uh, so my favorite post-punk music, not that that hasn't already been on the show or won't be on later uh, mixtapes, but uh, this was my excuse to put a whole bunch together at once. So we did side one of that, and that came out this, today, actually, so on Thursday. And so you can find that at Sneaky Dragon. You can find that on our main Sneaky Dragon, of course, or you can subscribe on whatever it is now. I guess not iTunes, but on whatever podcast app you use. You can subscribe to Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. And uh, catch up on the show. We're at episode 21. Cool. And if you want to listen to us talk about movies, we do that on Fansplainers. Uh, and the next one we've got is a classic film that uh, we will uh, we will tell, tell you about you, next week. Tell you about next week. There you are. That's what we're going to do. Um, so, yeah, please do write to us. Uh, Dave, uh, give Dave three songs to sing. Also, don't forget. Oh, please. That uh, with episode 400, we videotaped it. Yes. And there are links on the website. You can go and find a post there with all, with the links to all the various videos. But we also put them on Facebook, and we I think we put a bunch on Twitter as well. Yes. And uh, again, they're on, they link to YouTube. So yeah. you will see uh, videos on there with a Louise Moon. You will see videos on there with Kathleen Gross, with uh, Pia Guerra, with David Fine, Allison Snowden, Nick Park. Yes. Those three people who won awards. Uh, you're going to see Jason uh, Jason Dedrick. Uh, you're going to see uh, David M. You're going to uh, you're going to see uh, so so much more. Who's the other blast person? And Nina Matsumoto. Nina, Nina, what are you talking about? Look, it was a lot of names, man. Okay, sorry. I'm going through it all in my I'm head. Sorry. Okay, you did a great Everyone job. Everyone was a delight, and you'll you'll hear other people in the audience. I think who, I think Nina will agree that you did a great job. Oh boy. 
I hope she'll still do the book. By the way, uh, Nina, uh, David, and I, uh, we did a book uh, about a year and a bit ago, and it was called Sparks. And uh, if you live in Canada, it was a bestseller book. And it actually was a bestseller a couple of weeks ago, too. It popped back up on the charts uh, briefly. And we're like, hey, what's that about? Uh, so, hey, why not do that again? Like, go out there and buy the book again and, like, uh, get it back up there. Um, and you're like, uh, hey, Ian, are you, are you doing more of those Sparks books? Yeah, geez, get off our back. The answer is I wonder yes. If it, wonder if it was for like some kind of got a summer reading. Boost. Maybe, it, maybe I know there was a couple of libraries that were having it as like their their book they were reading yeah, and yeah. summer reading groups definitely were were doing that. But uh, come next August, uh, uh, Sparks, um, the new Sparks book, Sparks Double Dog Dare uh, will be out, nice. and there is an evil. Are we allowed to say the name? Of it? Yeah, because it's in uh, on Amazon and it's oh, okay. uh, it's on. Uh, uh, it's been it's been released as the name uh, now. The cover hasn't been released, even though the cover is out there. Yeah, uh, hope the the cover will be out there soon because uh, Nina did a great job on on that. Looks really nice. Uh, but yeah, it's called Sparks Double Dog Dare, and there is an evil uh, dog that's out there. It looks a lot like Sparks. What's the deal? I don't know. I do know. I wrote it. Uh, Dave <laughs> knows he's coloring it currently. Nina knows she drew it, uh, and uh, pretty pretty darn happy with it. That'll be coming out, and I'm currently writing the third one that I can't tell you nothing about. I have told kids about it when I've been in their classroom, and they went, what's it about? And I just told them. Then I went, I probably shouldn't have told them that, but I did. <laughs> Hopefully they're young and they will forget. Um, I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's plots. Plots mean nothing. You know what matters? Content, damn it. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, there's two new Sparks books. What's uh, content? Like out. character and? Uh, the, 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 what the book contains, the okay. story. Okay. The heart, man. You said, oh, you said plot doesn't matter. Plot doesn't matter. No, because everyone's matters. got a plot. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got, oh, what's your story? I got, this is my story idea. Okay, yeah. well, that's uh, great. It's great that you've got an idea for a story. That's mm. swell. Uh, but it doesn't matter. What matters is your delivery of it. Sure. Yeah, I got an idea for a song. It's about a couple who are in love. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it means nothing. Yeah. Well, wait, they break up at the end. Who cares? Oh, what if they're muskrats? Just say that out loud. We could get rich. <laughs> it's already a song. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Can mus- you sing it in Irish? Muskrat love. Oh, I can actually. I don't muskrat know Susie. Muskrat Sam. Oh, you know. Together in Muskrat Land. I believe that's how it goes. Captain yeah. and Tennille, correct? They did it. Uh, also, uh, that other band. The Muskrats. The Muskrats. <laughs> no, the band America. Oh, nice. I don't know who who is original. I can see Dave's eyes are starting to shut. I want to make sure he gets home before he uh, what? falls asleep. Eyes are fine. When Dave's eyes are shutting, <laughs> when he can't drive home and safe, he will not be able to drive well, so we've got to get him out of this place. All right, here's what we need you to do. Go to SneakyDragon.com and answer all those questions. That's fine. Uh, you can uh, talk about anything else about the show. That's swell. That's where all of our podcasts are, past, present, and future. If you find future ones, let us know. Then we won't have to do them. Um, <laughs> and if you want to email us, at, we're at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. On Twitter, at sneaky underscore dragon. We're seldom there, but maybe we will. Tweet something. We'll tweet you back. And we're at Tumblr, uh, sneakydragon.tumblr.com. We had to remove all our pornography. We're so sorry. Um, but that's just the Tumblr rules. So, mm, sorry about that. All our uh, clips from the 80s that we took from videos <laughs> right. and uh, put them up there for you. We're really sorry. We had to take them all down. Take them all down. There we go. Uh, so uh, that's All you it. get to watch now is John Larroquette looking through some binoculars. Yeah. That's all you get to see. Going, soap it up. Soap it up. And then John Larroquette goes, I don't remember this. I was drunk at the time, which is true. He does not remember doing that movie. True. But he's sober now, so good for him. Uh, I have uh, been Ian. And that's it. The end. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
right then. Dar, dar right. Fine. Are you ready to do a podcast? Oh, boy, I tell you. I tell you. Oh, boy. Oh. Ach. Did the devil himself, sir. All right, son. Just we go and we go and... Did he not do a podcast as if the devil himself were following him? What are you doing? Nobody knows. 